Welcome to this week's episode of Sex and Mindset with Aubrey and Taylor. We're so happy to have you join us. Let's start the show. The topic of this week's episode is rebuilding after conflict. There's a huge breakup happening in front of everyone that thousands of people are watching. And um, yeah, I would like to discuss that today. Also, just like rebuilding yourself and restarting and also learning things about yourself that you maybe have been missing in your relationship or things that you can now focus on mainly being yourself, like focusing on yourself and just how to be your best self when you feel torn down. So, do you want to recap? <laughs> yes, I will definitely um, recap. Are we recapping Danny? Yes. Danny okay, so as all of you watched on social media, she was publicly embarrassed um, and the baby let the world know that she was his side chick and that she had a baby to boost her career and that she pretty much meant nothing to him. She actually looked very good on that video, might I add. For somebody who got kicked out at 3 a.m., has a newborn baby that she was feeding and arguing with a man, baby girl looked nice on that yeah. video. She, because I mean, I would have looked disheveled as hell. Um, but he woke her up at 3 a.m. and was like, you got to go. And she said that it was because he found the Plan B pill in the house. And she's like, well, you keep trying to get me pregnant. Like, we already got one, and I'm not trying to do this again. And after that, he just continued to go. And not only was he letting her have it by himself, his brother was, was there, his assistant was there. And then his baby mom jumped on live and oh. made her little statement. And everybody basically just like went at her and everybody was like telling her like that's what she gets because she was flaunting her relationship in front of his baby mom Mimi's face and there's like this is her payback and that may be true in a sense but I don't think that anybody should ever be publicly humiliated like that like mm -hmm. and I'm proud of her because not once while he was yelling at her that she was the side chick that I seen she did not cry she didn't. She did not cry. She didn't. But you know what? That also makes me feel like they've argued or she mm -hmm. knows that he's extremely disrespectful because she's sitting there talking like, if he had said that to me, I would have ran into the room crying like, damn, like this is embarrassing. She's arguing with him, like trying to get a little bit like, oh, I'm your side chick. I'm your, I'm like, babe, let it be that. He just said it. He just said it. Don't let him repeat it. He right, it. and he kept repeating it, and then after she walked away, he continued to follow her. Like that's all you was, you was a glorified side. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. like, and I'm proud of her for holding her composure because there was at a point where she looked like she was gonna hit him, and then she thought about it, like I'm not gonna do this, right? Um, because I will definitely say that not everybody can contain their anger, yeah. And somebody else would have definitely gave him what is his his saying. Something to bop to. Yeah. Somebody would have yeah. bopped something to yeah. him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else would have really put their hands on him. Um, me personally, I couldn't say in that moment what I would have done. I right. cry, yeah. fight, walk away. You can't really say so. To watch her keep it together, <clears throat> I commend her for that 110%. But I also feel very bad for her. 
I don't think anyone should have to go through what she did publicly. Like, it's bad enough to go through it in private, but right. to go through it in public. And I think he did that for as a benefit for his baby mom and the other women that he's sleeping with. Because what did he gain from embarrassing her? Right. Exactly. That's another thing. It's like, why are you putting her business out here? Like, okay, she went live first is what I heard, but it's also like, none of that, like... Yeah. If you and all your family and all your exes and baby moms know that she's on the, like a side chick, it's like let it be that. Like right. why why get on live and then talk about her family life before that? Exactly. And it's just like also why say that to anyone? Like he tried to undermine that baby girl's confidence. Is that that has to be it? Because I was like, yeah. she's never said anything bad about him. She's always been trying to claim him, and he's like, I'm single, I'm single, which is fucked up. Yeah. But it's just like, um, she she's never. She's always been like very. She speaks highly of him. Yeah. Even though he's a terrible person. Very terrible. Like even behind closed doors, still when she was in the public, she never like undermined him. She never blasted him when people were asking like who her baby father was. Like she pretty much allowed him to come out and claim the baby. Like she didn't go publicly to any measure. What they did behind closed doors, we don't know. But I feel like everyone knew she was a side chick but her. Oh yeah. It, yes, yes. Yes. And I will say there are some women like that, maybe people, but for the most part I know women. Where they'll see him sleep with her, 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 mm -hmm. and be like, No, he just sleeps with them. He loves me. And yes. I'm like, and what, like, I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm like, babe, no, no. He's telling you what you want to hear. Mm -hmm. And at that time, like, you know, when you're together, no one's around. Yeah, he's going to tell, he's going to gas you up. He's going to tell you whatever he needs to tell you. It's like, why would you think? Also, what is with women like? The guy will have like a newborn mm -hmm. and they go ahead and have a kid with him. I'm just like. Because they think, and we all as women, guilty we think we are different we'll be the one that he'll actually commit to we'll be the one that he stays with we'll be the different one from the other one so yeah he may have a newborn baby but our baby's gonna be different right and in her mind she probably felt like that because he has left and cheated on Mimi a few times I mean he had that one baby on her and so in Danny's mind she's like oh okay well he clearly doesn't care about Mimi he's gonna have a baby by me and we'll be together and I'm not Mimi and Danny you were just like Mimi Danielle. It's just, it's just, it was just your time this time, and I'm. It sucks to say that, and I'm sorry to say that, but it was your time to be Mimi, and now is your time to be her. What you do with this time is different. You better use this as your bounce back. For Walk sure. away and never allow him to embarrass you again. What y'all do behind closed doors is cool and fine, but never allow a man to publicly embarrass you twice. He's done it once. He's embarrassed you in private many times, and this this should be your final straw. I mean and you seem like a strong woman and love will definitely captivate you mentally, but mm -hmm. use this as your, your stepping stone to walk away yes. <laughs> from the relationship, not from the parenting, because you guys have to be in each other's lives, but do not allow this to happen for you again or to change who you are. I mean, still be the loving person you are, but oof, girl. Yeah. And you know, if she's like people because people are people, they might, she might forgive them and they may get back together. I can see you know? that. I can definitely see her trying it one more time. I can definitely see them having like a, you know, conversation and her be like, why did you do that? And then mm -hmm. him giving her some excuse to continue to hold on to her and draw her in. She falls for it because that's what we do. And then she's like, okay, cool. All right. We still rocking. And then he's going to embarrass her again. And then, then she's going to be like, all right, I'm done. 
as if what he's done already hasn't been enough embarrassment. But that's for us. We're on the outside looking in. She's on the inside. She hears things that we don't hear. She sees things we don't see. So to her, she feels like she's writing for the person that she's in love with. So I can see them getting back together. Yeah. But I can also see her being strong and having the will to be like, we can't do this no more. Uh, yeah, that's the, out, that's the outcome I hope for. Because <laughs> if she forgives his ass, if she forgives him, like, um. And like you said, like that's their life. That's mm-hmm. they're probably together as we speak. But what I'm saying is like that's just disrespect. Anyone who will do that to you and embarrass you like that is so disrespectful. And although like I haven't had anything happen to me like that publicly, like that was really triggering. Mm-hmm. That like that just makes you like lose a lot of trust like for someone who you don't even know you're like I wish somebody would get on fucking Instagram live and start telling like all my business all my business and then show my baby granted it's their child but I'm sure they agreed when to reveal that baby mm-hmm. and he in that moment revealed that baby I and see that oh yeah Danny was not ready so he went live first and he was recording her while she was feeding the baby. Okay, that's what I saw. And first. this is when he was telling her to get out. Okay. And she was moving the pillow in front of the baby because she didn't want her baby on social media right. just yet. And all of a sudden, as soon as he got possession of the baby, uh-uh. he started recording and then showed the baby. The baby showed the baby. Bastard. <laughs> that like you know, like that's like some He's petty. He's yes. disgusting. He's yes. mean. That was extreme narcissism. Like, I'm, uh. I'm about to gaslight you. I'm about to publicly humiliate you. Now I'm going to talk about your family. And I know that I'm about to really hurt you because I know you're not ready to show the world this baby. Let me do it for you. And he showed the baby. Beautiful little girl. I'm sure. Beautiful. I didn't know it was a girl. Oh, yes. Beautiful little girl. But... He and I'm not saying that it's her only like only her baby or only his baby. I think as parents, they both and I'm sure they talked about it like not yet. We'll reveal her at a certain time. And he took it into his own hands. Like, well, it's my baby, too. And that is right. It is his baby, too. But if me and my man got a baby together and I say I'm not ready for the world to see our child. Yeah. Have some respect. He better respect that shit. Off rip. I mean, but. On the flip side, Cardi B did the same thing when her and Offset were going through their little spat, too. What happened? She revealed what culture looked like. Oh, shit. (laughs) She's so petty. She did the same thing, though. So it's not like I'm just on Danny's side because I'm a woman and she's a woman. No, because Cardi did the same exact thing. And I'm sure they agreed not to show that baby off just yet. And the moment she was pissed, she revealed culture to social media. So Because I was thinking, I was like, doesn't she have another kid? And like, there's no picture. Yeah, no. And that's because they've agreed not to show the baby yet. But then people get into these arguments. Erica Mena and and Safari did the same thing with their little boy or the little girl. One of them got mad and uploaded a picture of the baby. And it's like, can y'all not? Why the baby gotta be Thank there? Thank you. I'm <laughs> like, don't pawn. put me into it. I'm six months. Like, damn. <laughs> like, why well, I gotta be the pawn in y'all's argument? Yikes. Yeah, so it, this story and this situation is very, it, it's triggering for everybody. Like, even if, you know, like Taylor said, not experiencing publicly, there's still, like, in private, something similar has happened to trigger because we've all been through something like that. And, it hurts. It does. Like, and to see what he was saying, 
like, you was nothing but my side chick. And she's like, I was what? Yeah. I'm like, really surprised. Because like, clearly, that's what I'm saying. She's surprised. Everybody knew she was a side chick but, but her. her. She he no would clue. always tell her, you my girl, you're this, you're that, I love you. He always reassured her that she was never the side chick. But to his friends and to his family, y'all already know that's just my side chick. That's just my side piece. That Everybody knew but her. And then when she was around, everybody treated her like his girl, out of respect, not to blow his spot up. Uh-huh. Everybody in his camp smiling in her face, giggling. In the bottom of her heart, in the back of her mind, she knew she was the side chick to begin with. But I think over time, because they were public and they were going places, she thought she was different. I remember I saw a picture she posted of her hugging him. He's turned away, like won't show his face. Mm-hmm. He posted that he tweeted that same day, "I'm single." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, babe, that's n- number one. Okay. If like I'd ever post, and which is why I don't fucking post men. But <laughs> you ain't you ain't lying. I'm not posting. You anything. get on his social media it's like I'm single. It's like red flag. Like come A on. Few. Because yeah. prior to that, I think when they had first started hanging out, he had still been hanging out with his baby mom. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> one of them. Yeah, the first one. Okay. Uh, Mimi. That's his, in the terms of the hood, that's his bottom bitch. Okay. She ain't going nowhere. She even said it in an interview. Like, I don't care who he mess with. Like, they come and go. Like, I'm a constant. Like, I'm going to stay here. Like, wow. Ma'am. Yikes. Right. And so she's pregnant now. With his kid. Yes. Yeah. So okay. she's currently pregnant. I'm like, wait, is this your get back to, I mean, ma'am. Oh, goodness. Is he that rich? Like, does he have money for all these children? I mean, if he don't got it, he better find out a way to get it. (laughs) I think that he's just like a full-blown narcissist who has the gift of gab and knows how to talk to women. And for women, and I have been there, that's how I know. For women who lack something within them, self-confidence or just like a lack thereof, daddy issues personality issues having a man that is like so alpha that is controlling to put you in your place tell you when and what to do and always just getting you in line is a turn on for some women so they'll settle for that instead of being like oh hell no I'm my own person so I think the benefits and the perks that Mimi gets is why she continues to go back I mean they've been together for a while but he's publicly embarrassing you too ma without even calling you out like the the fact that he continues to go public with all these different women having all these other kids and telling everybody he's single when he said he was single he meant you too you were right. not excluded. Right. he was not just talking right. to danny like he was talking to you too like he is single and he's gonna move as such and that's what they're failing to realize he can impregnate whoever he wants and he gonna move around. But what these women fail to realize is that you're pregnant for nine to ten months. Do you know in nine to ten months who and what that man is about to be doing right. while you're at home? What he's been doing? Exactly. It's like all his kids are gonna be the same age. They're all oh, yeah. like sixteen year olds at the same time and shit. Like <laughs> all his kids at this rate, I believe all of his kids will possibly be in high school together. Cause I don't think his oldest daughter, I don't think she's four yet. I think she's still young. Um, and then he just had another little girl who maybe like one, maybe two. And then Danny just had her baby. And, and he, now Mimi's pregnant. Ew. Like I just said, they finna be in junior and high, junior high and high school all in like yeah. back to back. I want that weird jawline. All right there. Ugh. <laughs> he makes me sick. I'm not a fan of his in any way. 
Girl, I was a fan of his music. Um, for sure, his music. Like, I'm one of those people that if, uh, when it comes to an artist, I'll not like them personally, but I'll like their music. Okay. Like, Meek Mills has some really good music, but, like, personally, I'm like... Gross. I like him. Yeah. Future, on the other hand, I'm like, cannot stand you as a person, but I like your music. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so the baby, his music was cool, and I seen a, him shooting a video one time, and he was back home, or he was in Atlanta, I think. And some dudes from the hood was like rolling up on him and he stood his ground. Like he's like, y'all are not about to punk me. I don't need to ask for permission to be out here. And he did not let them like scare him off. I was like, okay, I fuck with him. Yeah, he's crazy. He killed someone. In Walmart. Yeah, he killed someone. He plays zero games. So, I mean, I definitely was like, okay, I'm a fan of his. But after that, any man that would belittle a woman, let alone the woman of your child. Like, and she didn't do anything to, okay. No. She yeah. She really didn't do anything. She wasn't cheating on anything. She no. just she was literally like she's like, You you came at me last night, like what do you mean I'm your side shit? I'm like, stop. Yes. Stop. Let you it know? go. Just let it go. But like, like she didn't do anything to like like yeah. she wasn't out all night drunk with the girl. Was, she didn't yeah. leave the baby somewhere. But he was mad because she had plan B. Yeah. She wasn't trying to have another kid by him. Right. Which is like with no one. And she's being smart. I'm yeah. proud of her. Because another woman was like, yay, another baby. She's like, no, you're like coming to me. We just got done. Like, no. like. So I think it's justifiable. I mean, what he did was raunchy. And everybody's like, why hasn't she left? Danny, leave. Danny, leave. Um, she came out and said she was in Charlotte. She has no friends or family in Charlotte. She was not about to take her baby and just walk the streets until someone could have come to get her. So she waited for her assistant to fly to Charlotte to come and get them to take them home. Okay. I'm with Danny. Yeah. I was like, how could you even try to put me and your child out in the middle of the night? And I'm with her. But while she was staying there, she could have been destructive. Let me tell you, she could have thin line between love and hate and tore up all his stuff while she was waiting for her assistant. Right, but didn't he call the police on her and like she got like an assault charge? She definitely is facing a battery assault charge. But she didn't do anything unless she did something after they fucking got off live. I mean, he said she assaulted him and who knows if she did or didn't. But I mean, I will definitely hip you and all of this podcast to this. Did you, are you aware that spitting at or on someone is a battery charge? Is that what she did? I don't know, but okay. he could easily say she spit at or on me, but spitting at or on someone is a battery charge. Okay. I didn't know that. I did not know that until now. Yeah. Um, until I recently, um, but yeah, so he could have said she spit towards him, spit at him and the police could be like, Oh, that's battery. Damn. Yeah. So it could be the mind. The she he could say she like she could touch him, like he could be standing in front of her and she could touch him to move her out of his way. And right there, she assaulted him with like a small touch. So we, I'm not sure what exactly it was, but it was enough for her to be facing a charge. Wow. And honestly, I think he did it just to do it. But all he has to do is not show up to court, and then the whole case is dropped, and her her, her charge will be gone, and it won't show up on her. What a bitch, man. Yes, all of this because you were upset over a Plan B pill. Which she has every right to take that shit. Every I would have gotten right. my tubes tied the day I got out of the hospital. I mean, yeah, I mean, in some states they won't tie your tubes until you have more than one child, though. She has a one. Right? More than one. You have to have, like, at oh. least. Oh! Yeah, some states will. Mm-mm. 
And whose business? Like, <laughs> I'm like, it's oh, no. I mean, yes, in some states, they will tell you that you can't tie your tubes until you have more than one child. That's insane. It is insane. I mean, and the standard has possibly changed, but last time I did my research and checked, um, they tell you opt for birth control because they just don't feel comfortable because they feel like you're going to want to maybe change your mind later and have another. So they will tell you to just do birth control and then after your next child or later down the line, come back and we'll get your, your tubes tied. Well, oh, well, that's stupid. Because I never <laughs> moved like to a state. Because <laughs> I'm doing my research before I give birth yeah, to the state. Hell, fuck Yes, I mean, and I could totally be wrong, so if mm-hmm. someone knows otherwise, definitely let us know, but in my experience and in my research, I have definitely found that some states will not do that, mm-hmm. and I think men should just get vasectomies, like, it's easier. It is. Yes. Like, why is birth control up to us? Oh my gosh, yes. Like, like why are they responsible for birth control? I feel like all men should start off, <laughs> like, at a certain age, just... Get them a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. And then when they're ready to have kids, because vasectomies can be easily re- easily reversed. Right. Like, quicker than a fucking, your tubes tie. Right. Um, a tubal ligation. Like, no. Get them fixed and then create. But no, it's all up to us and it sucks. Because birth control is not the side effects to that. Over time, ruin women. But, I mean, Danny had every right to... Pop that pill. She should have popped it and hit it since Seriously. it turned into. And she's probably thinking that too. Like I should have took it and hit it since I got a fucking fight. Like yeah, <laughs> I'm with her. Like yeah. And also, do you can you imagine the amount of like the rate that birth would drop if it were up to men? Like oh to God, to yes. get it reversed. Oh my goodness, that would and be. And have like we'd never have kids if it were up to them. Not only that, the. Rate uh, the amount of like foster babies and mm-hmm. what do people in the hood call them ghetto twins when two women are pregnant at the same time? Oh, that's so funny and that is so <laughs> true. I was with the name. Of the yes, they call. That is so. Somebody funny. told me that the other day. I mean, and because me and my family um, have an Irish background, and so in our family they're called Irish twins or triplets. So yeah. that's what we were raised as. When I was telling someone, like, yeah, I have an Irish twin, you know, two sets of Irish uh, twin siblings, and he was like, where I'm from, that's called <laughs> ghetto twins. I was like, we got the same moms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks, sir. And I was like, thanks for the information. But prior to that, I was like, I did not know that's what y'all call them. But that yeah. would definitely... Drop. I mean, the baby's gonna have some ghetto ghetto twins. That runs in my family too. My two oldest siblings, the two under me, and mm-hmm. the two youngest. Mm-hmm. And then my oldest sister has Irish twins. She's got two six year olds. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what we call them. But yeah. if it were up to men, I think there would be a lot less babies, mm-hmm. um, and a lot less like, oops, I'm pregnant. Like, dang, I thought we were being careful. I guess not. Nah. Right. We'd, we'd be able to skip that too. Yeah, for real. Yeah, so my heart goes out to Danny, and um, I'm proud of you for keeping it together publicly. Since you were publicly being humiliated, um, keeping it together, I am definitely proud of you for that because I can't say that I would have done the same thing. And then leaving when you left, it was unfortunate that you had to stay as long as you did, but you left when you could, and so we're proud of you. But be strong Mm -hmm. and move on. (laughs) 
And that's easier said than done, though. But, you know, we're definitely going to talk about the benefits of, you know, letting him go. Because we definitely feel like, you know, he... And it's not just him. Men are toxic people. I mean, did you see the NFL player oh what he did goodness, to his that broke my heart oh my in I front of the baby beat up a white woman in, in front of the baby though oh i thought i saw the baby he, on the, the baby couch. was on the couch oh my goodness yes. i thought oh my goodness yes go to jail forever please go to jail forever i mean so there are benefits to letting go of toxic people and like we just said it's not the baby and it's not just men women can be toxic too mm -hmm. um it just so happened that this week two men decided to step <laughs> up to the plate and let us use them as an example do some bad shit I mean, one humiliated, the other one took it to a whole other level. Oh. Like, he picked her up and slammed her onto that walker. And all she was saying was just like, oh, my God. Like, oh, yes, girl. Oh, my God. It's right. Yeah. And the baby was right there. Yeah. That, that's heartbreaking. I saw that today. I was like, oh. damn it. Oh, it was bad. It He... Animator, he slapped her with the cake or whatever was in her his hand, uh -huh. some food, and then it proceeded from there. But you can see that she was trying to stand up for herself, and it didn't work. Like in the beginning, she was like, "Things are totally different this time around," and then it just went downhill from there. Oh, yeah. I think I just saw stills. I didn't even see the video because I just saw like, hey, you know, like things are moving so fucking mm -hmm. fast. The pictures blurry. Mm -hmm. Like I saw her at the couch. Then I saw the fucking, just her, like, as a blur. I'm like, what the <laughs> so was, fuck? And she's in the air. In the air. No, I'm like, so no. it was three short clips. And the first one, is like I just mentioned, she was telling him, like, things are totally different this time around. And he had food in his hand. And it looked like a cake or whatever it was. But he went to go slap her with it. And she moved. And he legit, like, right hooked and punched her oh. and caught her in the back of the head or neck. And she like fell over onto the couch oh and God. that's when he picked her up and like slung her and that's when the TV came into play and she like crashed into the TV and she tried to like catch the TV with her foot like block her face because he's still like hitting her and then he's standing over her and she like has not moved like she's still laying there mm -hmm. and then um, he goes to pick up the crumbles of the food to continue to throw at her while she's already still under the TV and the baby's right there on the couch oh my and the baby is like crying, making noise, talking the whole time. And so then he picks her up from under the TV and like like stands her all the way up and like DDT wrestle moves her onto a walker, like boom, and then leaves the house, closes oh. the door behind himself. Did he leave her there for dead or something? No, he just slammed he just her and she was, she was still coherent. She was just like, ow, oh my God, like in shock, like, what the hell just happened um but she like got up and like start like trying to get i guess like to the baby but the clip ended but she didn't like stay in the spot too long but he left he let himself out and closed the door behind him oh what the fuck yeah so if the baby wasn't publicly humiliating somebody the, the nfl player was definitely putting hands on somebody so it was not a good week in the media for the black Black men. Black men. And then yeah. young Dolph was murdered. So it was just oh my it was just not a good week for black men. It was it, not. It, it was not at and all. And also, like, he got killed in his hometown and yes. so many rappers that happens. It's like, what the fuck? Like Yes. What kind yes. of Yes. I mean, they said that Boosie said it best, like, don't go back to your hometown because that's the that's 
the group that pretty much hates you the most. Okay. Like where you came from because they pissed that you made it. And they uh, feel like you changed up on them. And that's the ones that are trying to take you out. So I don't know the exact quote, but so don't quote me on that. But Boosie said something in that realm mm-hmm. <laughs> and it rings true. That is sad. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. Well, you know, we just talked about some sad stuff, but I mean, now we can talk about how we want to rebuild or just how like when you are in this low and you are in this stage that isn't forever but it sucks and you feel like it's going to be forever they just like to keep some things in mind because you know now that you're not in this terrible relationship with this awful person you can just you know you have to worry about them twisting your words and using them against you because that always sucks and you know like people who make you feel crazy like from that video from personal experience I've like been with people who will know something about you like say like you don't have the best relationship with your mom that's the first thing that they run to when you're in an argument because they know that hurts you they know like they do whatever they can to break you down and like once you're out of that it just feels it just is such a refreshing feeling because it's like I'm valid my my opinions are you know I have a, I have a right to feel the way that I feel and if you have someone around making you feel like you're crazy or you know your thoughts are invalid like that hurts and when that is over it just changes you almost like you just feel like a new person I just felt stupid Mm -hmm. like everything I said was stupid all my ideas like if I felt a certain way and I bring it up it was always stupid or I was overthinking and that like that was annoying Mm-hmm. And after a while, you start to believe things that people say about you, or just like things that they use to keep you down. And just getting out of that is just such a good feeling. Like, I hope the best for people in this position, but I, it's just like getting rid of toxic people, just it, it helps. It's, it's a breath of fresh, it's like a weight off of your chest. Mm hmm. Absolutely. I mean, and it's beneficial. It may hurt in the moment, mm-hmm. but long term, you'll be like, what was I thinking staying so long? Yeah. And you'll find yourself again, for sure. Most people, when it's time to let someone go, they're like, well, what do I do after I let them go? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a huge hesitation. Like, yes. People will not break up because they're like, I don't know what I'm going to do without them. Like, yes. I feel dependent on mm-hmm. them. Like, we have all the same friends. We, you know, mm. we live in the same small town. We work at the same place, which mm. would be really, really shitty. Very. Because <laughs> neither of you want to get rid of your no. job. But no. It's like, all right, time to go. There's no going back. There's no, like, when you know you're in this position, mm-hmm. it's just time to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think for Danny, like, in that moment she's like oh i'm done and then she gets home and then he sends her a message or he calls and thinks something feels familiar to her again and she's like okay we're fine danny no don't like what would that message even say like i don't if someone embarrassed me like that there's nothing that they could say to me to make me forgive them i have encountered a narcissist and they will definitely turn some around to make you feel like it was you 
And because you are in such a blind space, you will believe in fact that it was you. Mm -hmm. So he, that argument looks like, but baby girl, you already knew what it was and yeah. you already knew you was my side chick. And she's going to be like, when did you ever tell me I was your side chick? Right. And he's going to be like, I never had to. You already knew what was up. And he's going to, you this and you that. And after a while, she's going to sit back and be like, okay, well, maybe he was right. Like, no, 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 no. Unless he flat out told you, you are my side chick and you won't be nothing more or none of that. No. He didn't tell you. He did not thoroughly communicate. And maybe he did in the beginning. And then y'all start growing and spending time. And then you got pregnant. And you felt like you were the girl. But yet, and women, sometimes we don't listen all the time. Right. He never told you outright that you were the girl. So he may not have never outright told you that you were the side chick. But he may also never outright told you that you were his girl either. Right. So he's going to try to make it seem like it was her fault. In some way, shape, or form. Yeah, so he he's going to make her seem or feel responsible for it. And then she'll lick her wounds for a little bit. And then she'll go back to, okay, everything is fine. And it's not. Because mm -mm. it ain't going to do nothing but get worse. So that's what the conversation is going to look like. Maybe not exactly like that, but it's going to look somewhere near. And also, I feel like the relationships that end the worst are like ones that were kind of dependent on mm -hmm. you know like when you're dependent on yeah, someone they're codependent relationships Co yes. and it's yes. hard to let go of a codependent relationship um, because you're so dependent exactly. on this relationship yeah. and so I mean there are downfalls of dependency mm -hmm. and it at one point or another and this is vague to say everybody but unknowingly, I feel like we've all been in a phase in our relationship that we were codependent or someone was codependent on us. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not good to feel like when you're the one that is codependent on someone. Oh, that is one hell of a feeling. I don't wish on nobody. Because trying to break that codependency is trauma bonding is real. Yeah. Like very, very, very real. Real. Yeah, it's so, very real. Flashback. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, let me see your shoes. But yeah, no, 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 no. Flashback. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my, I guess my codependency was a little bit more superficial. But then when someone had been codependent on me, it was scary because I didn't even like him like that. And I'm like, you can't <laughs> say here. Creep. You can't. Oh my goodness, like I was just like a cafe server. Well, and I was making money, but it's for us bartending. And it was like, he would, number one, stay at my house when I never invited him to stay at my house. And then, like, he would sleep all day. I get off of work and be like, what are we doing today? It's like, did you go to work? Oh, are you talking about the tips that I made? You have no shame. Like, you were just letting me know right away, like, you got to go, but bucko. He said, "Your feet. What are you feeding me? Like, what? what are, where are we going? I, I'm sleeping comfortably all day in my house with no, like, no one bothering me. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, no, mm -mm. no. This ain't working. This ain't worth it. And thinking about that breakup, it was just so easy because I'm like, no, I didn't really want any of this. This should happen too fast, and this is too much pressure." It's one thing if you are in love with someone and you're codependent on them. And that's mm -hmm. one thing that's still a lot of pressure that the person who is codependent feels. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the person who has 
to pay for every fucking thing, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's, that's a scary, scary type of relationship to be like, absolutely. let's just get our own shit. Let's get yes. our own shit. Don't yes. depend on anyone. Do not depend on someone else for a home, for money, for, you know, and it's much easier said than done. It takes time, but it's rewarding having your own things and knowing if you have your own house, no one can kick you out of your own house. No. Sure can't. Can't kick you out. Can't take the keys. Can't lock you out. Can't tell you what to do. Nothing. Can't turn the power off. No. <laughs> I don't why you're trying to go stay in there. None of that. I mean, and Taylor made a comment. What was the quote that you had before we started? Oh my goodness. I And I'll probably say this wrong, but I'm right. pretty sure it, she said if you put a man in position to feed you, you're also putting him in a position to starve you. Like, that is the truth. Like, mm-hmm. if he sees how much you need him mm-hmm. and he's not feeling it, yeah, he has that power and he can just swipe that shit from you. Yes. Yes. I mean, and women, and I won't say all because I know some who are not, but we're nurturers at heart. I yeah. think it becomes a part of like who we are. Um, and so the moment we start nurturing them and putting them on these pedestals and then they see that we would do things for them that they would do for us. They like, Oh, I got her. Mm-hmm. I got her. And in that moment is where they know that, Oh, this just became codependent. She needs me. Like she can't do nothing without me. Like right. what what's going to happen if I leave and they know like, Oh, well, if I leave, baby girl is doomed. And they hold that. They hold that power. Mm-hmm. And they choose just the right time to... When you're at your lowest, mm-hmm. and they use it, and they like, boom, serve you with that blow right there. And like they mentioned, like, I have a friend who has a young daughter. And I think, to be honest, I think her and Danny Lee's babies are the same age. And she was like, y'all are ranting and raving about how the baby just did hurt. Have any of you guys thought about postpartum depression? Mm-hmm. Like she just had a baby. Yeah. Like just had a baby, and he's doing this all to her publicly. Right. So he knew that relationship was codependent. Right. Yeah. He knew it, and he knew everything he said to her publicly was the blow she needed at her lowest. Which I've heard postpartum is very low. I mean, I don't have any children, so I can't attest to it myself. But I've heard that it's very low. Right. Um. So if she's one of the few women or many women who experience it, that's a low for her. Like she's already depressed, and then here you come, and you don't make it any easier. Just trying to knock her down. Yes, I mean, but she tolerated the mistreatment from the very beginning, like minimal mistreatment, and it don't even have that. I think where we as a people misconstrue mistreatment and disrespect, they we feel like if it's not a grand gesture that it's not happening. Right. Like, hey, wake up. The moment someone disrespects your boundary or something that you're passionate about that you feel like you wouldn't do to them, they've just mistreated you. It doesn't need to be them physically putting their hands on you or physically doing anything to you or publicly humiliating you for it to be this mistreatment or disrespect. Mistreatment starts small. Yeah. And people don't realize that. Yeah, and as he's mistreating her, he's like, oh, well, I took her in because her family doesn't care about her. her fa-. like, And it's like, okay, if you took her in because her family doesn't care about her, what are you doing now? Like, what are you doing now? The same thing, not caring about her. Like, come on. At all. I mean, and Danny just bought her family a house in, what, the DR? That's where I'd be. Mm-hmm. I'll see you when I see you. I'm leaving. 
I'm out. I'm leaving yeah. the States. Uh, me and my baby. Yeah. We gone. She will not know you. Sorry. Because I paid for a house in the DR. I'm finna go live in it. Mm-hmm. And that's where if I was Danny, I would go. And not even to just like take his kid away from him. That's not what we're saying. We're definitely not saying to take her his kid away from him. What we're saying is, is she needs to go rebuild herself and start her own life and how to be a mother for her child and a person for herself without him. He's all she's known for the last couple years, which means he's all she's known as a mother. Since she's become a mother, she's that's the only man, that's all she knows is him. Mm-hmm. She's been pregnant this whole time. Him. What we did not see was the leaked family photos that they took. Which, did she, they? Yes. Okay. They took family photos. She could have leaked those. Uh-huh. Did she do that? No. Maybe the, she will. <laughs> maybe. I mean, she said they lived together this entire time. Yeah, she's like, um, we know each other's family. Like, we... Exactly. So, I mean, at this point, she needs... She's never going to be able to find who she is if she continues to stay around the people who only know her as the pregnant side chick. Mm Mm-hmm. People in DR don't know you like that. Right, right. <laughs> they, they done seen you, girl. Put your hair up and show them ears and go head on about your business. And nobody, nobody's going to know or judge you out there. Like, go to a place where you can start your own, like, rebuilding yourself, which is what we're talking to you guys about right now. Like, rebuilding yourself after something like this. And Danny is in that space now where she needs to rebuild herself. 110%. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just like maybe people get caught up in like the idea of people and they want so badly for what they want from this person to happen. And it's like they completely just ignore signs. Like, oh, yeah. When you started fucking with him, did you think he was a nice guy? Like, I know Mm-mm. he never had a reputation of being a gentleman, a sweetheart. Hell no someone who would treat you nice and like not saying anything is in any way her fault i'm just saying like we ignore the signs thinking we're going to be different exactly and that is so true that is really really true like yes. it'll be different with me yes everyone and does hope that yeah i mean and like you just said the image of him she the image of him is not the one that we as the public see she created her own image of him mm-hmm. with herself with the fairy tale love and the moment that he continued to give in to what her desires were, like it could be something as simple as, did you eat? Let me buy you food. Let me, here, you could be the passenger, you know, sit in the car with me, or I got a show, you could be my plus one. The moment everything that she desired to have from a man, he was giving to her unknowingly that he was giving in to the fantasy that she already created with him. Maybe not with him as a person, but with him as a man. Right. And so yes, she was, dating the persona and image of who she thought he was to be and then in the back of her mind she's seen him mistreating being who he was right but she was like before they had even hung out yes. sure but she's like oh he won't do this to me men and women a person will tell you who they are based on how they've treated the people before you right and you should see that yes yes so pay attention ask somebody ask ask anybody like oh what was do you have how many friends like do you have friends and if they're like nah I ain't got no friends like oh what happened they're gonna tell you the story how they experienced it but listen even if they're just like having general conversation with you just listen to how they talk about people 
that is how you can tell who somebody genuinely is. If you're listening to somebody talk about the people around them and it's always something negative or they're blaming somebody for something or just in the connotation that they speak of them and it's not highly, they're letting you know off rip. They talk about you the same exact way. So pay attention. I mean, we miss those signs all the time. And we do. We dismiss those red flags just to say that we have somebody. And all it does, those red flags that we ignore in the beginning, be the white flag that we're waving in the end for help. So pay attention. Like... And like Taylor said, we're not saying this is Danny's fault by any means, but we all, in some way, shape, or form, have been here, and it's not cool. And then gaslighting comes with it. I mean, if you've never gone through a gaslighting situation for yourself with someone, be 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 glad. Feel very lucky. (laughs) Feel very lucky. That is probably one of the worst feelings in the world especially when it's coming from someone you care for and that you would never do anything to like you know and so i don't know how would you to someone who is like what is gaslighting how would you describe it to them like they tell you whatever they need to tell you to control you yes and the moment that they start talking to you it's a barrage of negativity Mm -hmm. Um, you can't do this you can't do that if it wasn't for me you wouldn't even have this or you wouldn't have done that or you do realize I don't need you or it's just like a barrage of belittlement exactly (laughs) on repeat Mm -hmm. and they may not be physically harming you but mentally and emotionally they are trying to break you down and this could even this doesn't even have to be like relational like this could be your parent or a family member that you've encountered or experienced I mean I know that families have their own thing but there is a such thing as family gaslighting you too but Mm -hmm. um, as it pertains to this relationship stuff gaslighting in the relationship will sometimes make a person stick around longer Right, because I think that's their only option. They start to believe that that person has been gaslighting and telling them. Exactly. And you'd be surprised at how many people think that and they stay. And it's just like baffling. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when we're all on the outside looking in, we see like, what what are you doing? Why haven't you walked away? But when you're on the inside of that, I will tell you, you're blind. It's like you're moving on autopilot. Mm -hmm. Like you're standing in the middle of everything surrounded by nothing. And you don't even know it until you're out. Like you know you were alive. You know that you were well and moving. But when you look back, you're like, oh my God, that chunk of time was the worst for me. Mm -hmm. And you don't realize it until you're out. And so relationships, they shouldn't mean codependency, but often they do. And yeah, I guess like that's like one of the first hurdles, like just understanding life mm-hmm. goes on. Yeah, you have the same bank account, get your own. Yeah, you live together, look for a place to live. You have friends, like mm. don't think that this person who is not making you feel like the person you should feel like is your only option. Yes, I mean, and rule of thumb is what I always say. What you had before them, will continue after them Mm -hmm. 
So if you had your own place before them and y'all moved in together and now you're like, but what do I do? The same thing you did before <laughs> them, live. Like yeah. it may be harder. And most people after breakups, first thing they say is, I, I'm just not myself anymore. You are never going to be who you were before you went into that because through that process, you changed, you grew, you evolved, you learned things about yourself. So no, you're never going to be the same. You're going to be better. You just have to put in that work to be better. And I mean, I'll recap my <laughs> my last breakup for you guys at the end so that I can tell you it gets better. But while we're in the thick of this, it just we ignore a lot of the things that we shouldn't ignore just yeah. to say we have someone and uh, the fact that we do that alone feel that we have to do that it's sad <laughs> it is sad you know because also they're like thousands billions. like billions <laughs> like like I will say, like, all the people in the world are your, you know, a, a potential, but they're, mm -hmm. like, solid thousand people yes. per person that could be... Yes, your, your match. Yeah, your yeah match. that's your person. Right. Like, your person is out there. And maybe multiple persons. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You like, don't know. And the you only don't... way you'll know that is to get out of a fucking toxic relationship. Exactly. That shit is just for the birds. All of them just the disrespect I'm like and the oh, that just yes, the audacity <laughs> it just makes you it just scares you you're like yes. yeah someone can totally like look me in my eyes tell me they love me and then the next day treat me like I'm a bitch on the street and that's that's when we get it misconstrued because we feel like well they disrespected me but then they came back and apologized mm -hmm. uh, that is what is it um, abuse syndrome okay because you know how after an abuser abuses you, they come back with flowers, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. That's the abuse syndrome that you obtain. And you make excuses for their disrespect, their mistreatment. And honestly, it's their behavior. Like, right. outside of it being mistreatment and disrespect, you're making an excuse for their behavior because they're showing you who they are. If they do it once, I understand. Okay, they've only done it once. Okay, cool. And if they've never done it again, all right, I understand why you stayed. But it's like... Well, they've only done it a few times. If they've done it more than once, they're showing you that this is who they are. That's enough, yeah. That's enough. Once is enough. Yes. Once is enough. <laughs> it is. But I know some people who are forgiving and like, well, they've only done it once. And then this person may have never done something similar ever again. Mm -hmm. And time has passed, like years have passed. And it was just a one-time thing. You're like, okay, those situations, we can give y'all the... Yeah. Uh, but them, oh, well, again and again and again... All right. Yeah. You need to explain to us why you're still there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. And yeah, and people do forgive each other, like, you know, maybe in situations where it's not that life threat or I will say there sometimes people break up for small reasons. Mm -hmm. For reasons that can be fixed. Mm -hmm. It just was a communication error, like I know a friend of mine. She like constantly told her man her boyfriend like i'm lonely you sit in the house like we're in the house together but it's like you're on the your phone you're playing your game you're this is that he just wouldn't listen why did she move out in the middle of the night no the middle of the day while he was gone 
When I tell you he did a 180, like, he changed, like, the person, he said, damn, like. She ain't playing. She's not playing. Like, she took her dishes. She took the dog. I'm like, bitch. You and guess who had to help? I'm like, wait, what? Can someone explain to me why are you just packing this shit? Why, why am I carrying up? plates? Why are, why are you saying hurry up? Like, what's happening? Yeah. But yeah, and so she moved out. She figured it out. She moved in with, like, our friend. But they got back together, and he really did change. Like, he changed. See? And that right there. Those situations were, like, forgiving, and it's possible. It is. Um, And then there's sometimes where forgiving people after they fuck up lead to another fuck up. I mean, I legit, and I I entertained, encountered, because I would never claim this person for anything more, a narcissist for six months. And I remember him booking dates to go hang out with other women mm-hmm. while he was staying in my space. No. Girl. No. And two weekends back to back. He one weekend decided to go kick it with his ex-girlfriend and the next weekend it was someone totally different and to my knowledge he was with a family member and all not to be true and I was like I have to leave. And so hearing you say she was like hurry up I was hurrying up and I was like, I emptied that apartment out in two days, 16 hours to be exact. Mm -hmm. And I took everything except for what was his, which was like a TV and a TV. I took took everything. I took the couch, even the dog, my, my, (laughs) the dog went too. I was like, I'm out. And I was like, no, like, this is just not the life that I want to live. And like I said, when you're encountering a narcissist, you are blind and you're, you're on autopilot. And I forgave this person and was like, okay, we can figure it out. Ignoring those red flags once again. And legit, I was like, maybe he'll change. Like, maybe he'll see this as his wake up call. Like, damn, she ain't playing. She'll really move out and get her own shit. Leave me to myself. And I thought that that's what he would have thought. Hell no. Came back and like magnified and did some shit that I was like, you gotta go. I'm not the one moving this to you. you. I don't even want to see you. Like we need to definitely go separate ways. So sometimes forgiving will help your situation and make it work and it's possible. Sometimes certain situations can't be, you know, forgiven and it's just hard to tell which ones can and can't though. Like there's no rule book and there's no indicator that says this one you can forgive and this one nope, don't forgive this one. Like sometimes it's hella trial and error. Like you gotta go through it, but oh once you go through it, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure you well it may happen, but it most likely will not happen again because like you just things that you're like, nope, no. nope. It will not happen yeah. again. Uh uh-uh. uh, and even now when you like when I start to date, some of the things that I realized that I missed asking from the very beginning or um, like just ignored mm-hmm. now in dating, I pay closer attention to those things. Like sure. when a person asks me, like, well, what are your non-negotiables or what are your red flags, like in dating or you know, and I would say I'm vocal and I tell them, um, 
when if you tell a guy like oh I don't like this I don't like this I don't like this for the beginning half he's gonna try not to do any of those just to like get into your space yeah um and so I mean I allow that time to pass but then I start asking questions like so what what why did your last relationship end and 10 times out of 10, the very first thing out of someone's mouth when they've ended a relationship is, well, they. I was going to say, she's crazy. That's, they that's always, the one. <laughs> it's, it's always what the other person did. Mm-hmm. She did this or she didn't do that. Or when they start, they try to sound macho. I wasn't taking her shit no more, so I left. Or she wasn't this, so I was out. Or she couldn't do this, and I was doing everything. They either speak really highly of a person or very degrading of a person. And for me, that's already letting me know that this may not be somebody that I want to be with. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not saying, like, that that's bad. Like, say what you're supposed to say. Like, I want to know the truth. But when people ask me, I start with ownership. But we miss those things. So for us, they're, and most women, well, why did your last relationship be in? She was crazy. Oh, well, how was she crazy? She would just do shit like this, 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 and this. And to a woman, it's like, oh, well, I don't do those things. So he's not going to leave me and I'm not crazy. Right. We're missing the fact that yeah. he's already letting you know that he's not taking ownership for shit he did. <laughs> right. Like, just know when you break up, you're crazy. It, it was you, ma. You're it crazy. was you. And so it, mm, it, yeah, we miss those things. We ignore them on purpose. Okay. Unknowingly. You know what? That's it. Because it's like everything is there. You can ask the questions in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's mm-hmm. no need to wait and like try to piece some shit together yourself. It's mm-hmm. like ask, ask somebody. Don't. And just don't ignore signs. Like, no, don't at all. At all. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> Please don't. It bites you in the ass later. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and after the breakup, the things that you stop yourself from moving on from, um, that hinder, excuse me, hinder your process from moving on is what keeps you in this place. Like, I've had a friend and you ask her like, well, how long have you and, you know, what's the name of broken up? Her time frame will include the friends with benefits phase. Okay, and it's like, but wait, yeah. but you guys haven't been together since. No, but we still so. But like, they're, they're separate. Like, mm-hmm. that is not you guys' time together. Like, you guys' time ended. Like, and this isn't saying that, you know, you still don't care about this person during this time. But it's like, y'all haven't been together for this amount of time. What you guys did after the breakup, that didn't mean you guys were back together, though. It didn't. And also, especially fresh out of a relationship, like still trying to stick around, even if it's just for sex or just like someone who you want to just sleep with, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, you're like, oh, well, it's hard to sleep without him. That is stopping you from moving on. And it's like, yeah, everybody wants that comfort, especially from the person who, like, they just was extremely comfortable with, you know? Like, mm-hmm. but. Going back for sex is like, I've seen it crash and burn more than I've seen it be successful. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, most stories where, oh, we broke up, but we still talk, that ends in one person liking each other more, one Mm -hmm. person being too um, 
possessive. Like, uh-huh. oh, why don't you call me back? And it's like, bitch, we're not together. Exactly. Or say there is someone who this person is now talking to but still sleeping with mm-hmm. you. Like, it it gets so complicated. Absolutely. And it's, I would love for it to work out for everyone, but it's usually, it, it, it usually it just don't. like such a, a roadblock. It, you, you're Big. not going to get over this person. No. One person is not going to get over it, even no. if it's both of you. Like, yeah. it could easily be one. Yes. I mean, and even then, you still find the codependency after the breakup because what happens is, is when a person is really loyal to you and they love you, yeah, y'all broke up, but if it's like, but we're still sleeping together, they still hold on to that loyalty to feel like, oh, I can't go and do anything with anybody. Yeah, we may not be together, but I'm not going to sleep with anybody else because I don't want to upset them. Right. Like, no, but... A man, and I don't think I've seen many women do it. I'm sure that there are some out in the world. We'll remind you, we ain't together. Yeah. Like in a heartbeat. Like after the breakup, if they still have access to you, especially in the sexual sexual sense, they will still remind you, like, but we're not together. But we're still having sex. But that don't mean we together. And now you've just taken yourself all the way back yeah. to the end of the relationship. Yeah. And what I always tell, you know, the people close to me when we have our conversations is at some point you have to get over this person. Why would you continue to start your time over? Right. Why continue to start the clock, rewind the clock? You're legit going to have to get over them, but you keep going back. Mm-hmm. So all this progress, even if it was a couple days or a week, and then you go back, that in that time frame of that week, you made progress, and now you've just yeah. started all the way over. Now you're just arguing with a person because it's not even like that's your your girlfriend or boyfriend. You just yep. arguing at this point. This is just extra drama. You like, going back and forth with a normal person who you have no bond, no no bound. You guys aren't together. You guys aren't married. Right. Nothing. Now you just arguing with Joe Blow from the grocery store, they, basically. Thank you. And you could be out on a date. You on could a be date. out doing yoga. You could Girl. be focusing on yourself, but instead you are still arguing with this bitch. On repeat. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it's for like, no reason. And that's just like the hardest part about being so like broken and it's like right away because it's like you still want to have sex. Yeah. You can't deal with that person, but also sleeping around, it may feel good at the time, but oh. like that is another because also like I'm just gonna be myself or say you have to think about these people as you know, people, and then you have to like listen to their conversations. You have to hear about his day at work. No, you just got out of a relationship. Like it's so taxing to like date and sleep around. And, like you just have to know and care. Yes. You know. I mean, and no one person. And hey, if you are the one person who can do this, please call me and inbox me and tell me. Having sex with no attachment. People are like, oh, I can have sex with no attachment. I can just sleep with somebody and it just be sex. Yeah. Until you meet someone that you can't do this with. Right. And so trying to continue to just have sex to fill a void, because that's all we do is you want to feel something other than the loneliness you're feeling in the moment. But that ends up making it worse. Mm-hmm. And so if you were the, well, that one person who can do that, sleep with multiple people, not have any feelings or attachments, and you were have found yourself and you're not trying to just find something other than what you need to be finding, let me know because maybe you need to tell everybody else how to do it. Because <laughs> it's, not, it's not common. People sleeping around to feel again. Mm-hmm. And I ask, like, what is it that, that you feel? Out, other than sex you feel exactly. wanted in that moment 
And then what? You're right back to square one. Square one. Trying to feel normal. Especially if you leave, you're probably not going to stay at the person's house. I mean, if you are, that's kind of weird. I I prefer for you to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I I recommend you leave. If you hook up with somebody, go to their place. If you're sleeping around fresh out of a breakup, do not invite anyone into your home. Because then you're walking into another codependent relationship because now you feel like well i let them into my home into my comforting space you don't know this person go to their house mm-hmm. get what you need to get and then take your ass back to your house and cry yourself to sleep because that's all you have yeah. to do because you're not you're still sad you're not healed yet mm-hmm. and cry smoke drink do what you got to do but don't stay because then you are trying to build something again with someone you don't know mm-hmm. off of a foundation that's not even a good foundation so Just get the hell out. <laughs> go. Go. I mean and other other things that, you know, stop you from moving on or, you know, trying to show out and we all get on social media. Yes. Social media is our friend and our worst enemy. Or had someone get on social media on you, like you know, like yeah. clearly, like your ex is like now he's out doing this and this and that, and now he's oh, now he wants to go for a run, now he wants to fucking <laughs> Work on his fucking credit? Okay, cool, cool. I mean, all these things that, I mean, and you use social media, you're stalking them, mm-hmm. or you're trying to post things. I mean, and even small things like, oh, yeah, when we was together, I told him that I wanted to dye my hair. I'm about to go do everything we talked about doing when we were together. I'm finna do it just to show him that I'm good and I'm not tripping. And it's like, um, no, that's. That's not what you need to be doing. Right. Like, you're focused on the wrong things. Like, yeah. you... And guilty. I definitely, in the past, have used, like, hurt and pain as, like, motivation. Oh, yes. I mean, but doing it within yourself is one thing. But publicly, like, trying to get them back or trying to make them feel a way about you, all you're doing is helping them realize that they made the right choice to leave. Mm-hmm. So, you're trying to focus on that. It's not, it's not getting the reaction you want. Or posting that meme or that quote. Right. Ma, he ain't, sir. (laughs) He ain't, they ain't finna open it, read it, give in to it, or they gonna see it and be like, this motherfucker. (laughs) I know that you're doing that specifically for attention. Exactly. Like, they not gonna care or they not gonna see it. And oftentimes, we post things like, yep, I know they gonna see it. And that'd be the time they don't even pay attention. They don't watch it, view it, nothing. So you just wasted your time posting something. And they didn't even see it. So now what? Most recently, my friend was trying to, you know, flex show out her ex, and he just blocked her on everything. I said, <laughs> Don't you feel dumb and shit? Like there you go. It backfired. It backfired. He blocked her on everything. I was just like, I can't tell if he was just tired of seeing her or just wanted her to know that he did not even care what the fuck she's doing both because sometimes we think that if somebody doesn't tell us that they care that they don't care so we try to get them to care not realizing that all we're doing is helping them not care by acting out and showing out and shit and so he blocked her a because he's just like i don't want to see this shit because he's still reeling from the breakup too like he may not say he's hurt but he still feels his effects of it too and her doing all of that he's like Bro, I'm not trying to see this shit. Or you doing too much. You gotta go. It could, mean, yeah, it could have been a little bit of everything. <laughs> everything. You yeah. gotta go. We broke up. Like, I mean, and he, it's justifiable. Cause I wouldn't want. There's people who I've inter, in, entertained and encountered in my past, and we are still friends on social media. 
And if I know that they gonna post something that's gonna piss me off or trigger me, I will skip, mm-hmm. keep going. Like I'm not going to do that to myself. We also do that too. Like yeah, we're both. We're the people posting and we're the people watching. Why are you wanting to continue to hurt your own feelings? If you right. know that they're gonna be out living their best life, why watch it? Right. Don't even do that to yourself. Like you're, that's also you hindering yourself from growing. You're continuing to divulge yourself into their world. You're no longer part of their world. Like, and until you can handle watching what they do without you, don't do that to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I never, re- like, after breakups, I just, I guess there have been people who I just unfollowed because I just, like, didn't even want them, like, in, like, my, mm-hmm. you know, like, nothing out of, thinking like that they have something going on it's mm-hmm. just like I don't give a fuck <laughs> like you know like I would just prefer to not scroll and see you like that's I just don't want to see you on my timeline I just don't want to see you not what I want to see when I open social media I mean can you get off my phone please <laughs> I already blocked your number I mean I mean in that too like having the willpower to block the things that you know you don't want to interface with yeah um, and not everybody has that like and the fact that you do, most people are like, shit, I wish I could do that. I yeah. mean, in a heartbeat, I won't block people unless they really like, I'm like, you really, like, They're you gotta go. Like, yeah. you mm-hmm. gotta go. I mean, but that is a personal reason why I don't block people. Um, But I will, like, you know social media lets you mute people. Exactly. And I that's will, a new thing. I will mute a sucker in a heartbeat. And mm-hmm. I will never see what they put. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, if they're not watching my stuff and I'm not watching theirs, but neither one of us have unfriended the other, they're legit just a random, regular person in the ozone layer kicking in too. But if it's like somebody that's going to continue to pop up on my timeline and I don't want to see that shit, then you got to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about to watch. I'm not about to allow you to trigger me. Like, I'm trying to heal. Like, Thank you. you're fucking up the feng shui. And I see <laughs> what go. you're doing, bitch, and it's not going to work. It's not It's going to get the adverse. Like, your friend. You block. Look at you. No, right. Woke up blocked. Trying Thank to show you. out. Thank you. I was like, so now I got no one to show off for, huh? And now you're twiddling your thumbs. Like, you know, and it happens. I mean, and the attention seeking goes beyond that. If you guys have mutual friends and you think hanging out with that friend more is going to bring him back, mm-hmm. he's going to stop hanging out with the friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or it's especially like if he was his friend or like mm-hmm. that person was like your partner's friend person. It's like mm-hmm. avoid all those people. Please. Of like, you know, you know you had friends before you got together. So what? His friends are cool or their friends are cool, whatever. Like you are not going to move on by being around, you know, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. people who will ask about him or talk about yes. him or it's just like, or you'll be tempted to ask about him. Yeah. And either the friend is going to play it cool and be like, oh, he cool. Or his friend is going to tell you something that is just going to make you feel like shit. Like, okay. Bad. I'm that friend. Let's, let me see my friend's ex who cheated on her. Tasha That's Gordon. different. She's wonderful. That's She's different. Because I'm going to speak highly. You know? Baby girl yeah. could be home crying. She's hogging dogs. Yeah. But her, she's thriving. I say She's she, living. She's out right now having a good time. Like, I 
think that she heard a guy. You know, she yeah. they're actually on their way to Dubai, I believe. The dog's at my house. You, if you want to come by and see him, I know you may still love him. Like, I'm speaking yeah, highly. She's thriving. She flourishing, doing great, <laughs> drinking her water, exercising. Oh, my God, her butt has... Remember when y'all was in there? She had no ass. Oh, my... You see her now. I mean, I'm a hide my friend. And like I said, she could be at home in the fetal position crying yeah. her eyes out. But to him, in his mind, he's like, damn, yeah. she bounced back. But what I'm saying is, is like, if I see my ex's friend and... I mean, and we ended like not on like horrible terms. Nobody cheated. It was just like this is just not serving us anymore. Right, cool, right. fine. I see him and he's like, oh, I mean, he doing good. Like you know, he does have a girlfriend. Like bitch, I did not need to know that. You, you could have just left it at he good. Right. You could have been like, hey, bye. Yeah. Like, I mean, and here we are. Like I'm gonna tell you, my homegirl daily. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, but if that's if he cheated on her, like he did her dirty. We're saying in the sense of it just like being an amicable break, amicable breakup, right. and he's like low blowing and like unintentionally, intentionally letting you know some shit that he knows gonna hurt your feelings. And be like, man, I'm sorry, I didn't, you didn't need to know that. My fault, Bruh, You knew when you opened your lips, you was finna say something <laughs> right. that may hurt my damn feelings. And sometimes you knew. you knew. So hanging out with his friends, even if y'all like clicked and were cool. It's not the best idea. It's not. I mean, and if you did find his friend to be like a cool friend of yours and you guys found some sort of common ground that you guys could talk about, just tell him like, you know, until I'm over the breakup completely, I don't think that it's, you know, a good idea for us to continue to talk or be friends. Like, right. I know it has nothing to do with you. You still cool people. But right now, it's probably not a good idea for us to be cool people. Yes. Maybe later. That's very mature. Yes. You know, some people even had to go sleep with your ex's friends for attention. And that is the quickest way to end up all snapped. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, and most people get mad at the friend, but it's like, it took two. Like, why was that okay? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't sit here and be like, it's all one person's fault. Mm -hmm. I think that that's a shared responsibility. Um, so, because the, the person who ended the relationship is like, Hey, have you been checking on my friend this whole time? Right. Like, yeah. Did this start before we were done? Like, what's going on? And then the air quotes, because that's not your friend no more. Friend, why did you think it was okay? And then, well, you guys broke up. Girl, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Why would you even be interested in somebody I was with? Especially if we all hung out together. Like, Thank you, you letting me know that I should have been punching both of you. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, so we're... I do not fuck with you anymore. No, I'm not about to fuck with either one of y'all. Like, I'm about to fuck both of y'all up, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just about to beat your ass. Both of y'all. So, who want to get hit first? Because yeah. it's about to happen. I mean, don't resort to violence, guys. We're not saying immediately resort to violence. However, some lines just don't need to be crossed. Yeah. And that's, that's one of them. Yeah, that's... That, that, that's one of them. That's a time to fight. <laughs> that is most definitely a time to fight. <laughs> Taylor's gonna, Me personally. Taylor's gonna post a time to fight for you guys, but a whole bunch of different times that allows you to yes, get with. I will, yes, yes. I, I probably have like six off the top of my head to ask for another time. Yeah, and also just move, yeah. It is so much easier to tell someone to move on than to actually move on. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, it's, I hear myself, I know myself in like situations I've been in and seen other people and, and like you can sit here and be like oh you should da 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 go on a hike go on a you mm -hmm. know trip it's like 
I'm not well. I'm fucking sad. I don't fucking want to. I don't want to do any of this stuff because, right. like, I'm clearly emotionally hurt. Yes. You know? And that's why I just feel like the, the importance of, like, friendship. Absolutely. And, like, sisterhood or just, like, any kind of community. Like, don't do things alone. Like, I know there are people who are introverts and they don't have a bunch of friends. Just. Mm -hmm. Rely on the people who do love you and the people yes. who do have your back because toxic people will make you feel like they're your only person. Mm -hmm. And just the biggest thing to stress is like, you are not alone. No. Ever. Like, even if it's like your coworker, I'm sure if you went and told her, hey, my man just kicked me and my baby out at 3 a.m., she's going to be like, well, come to my house. Like, or something. something. I, well, okay, well, go here. Or like, let me get you a room. Mm -hmm. Like, I. It could be anyone. It could be an acquaintance. Like, if someone was, like, having, a, like, especially a woman, like, mm -hmm. having a hard time like that, like, you yes. know, it's, you don't say, like, you try to help in any way that you can. And, like, mm -hmm. if you see your homegirl getting played, help her. Like, please don't have her look stupid. No. Don't have her look dumb. The one line I hate, but it wasn't my business. She's your business. business. <laughs> She's your business, babe. Because guess what? When he breaks her heart, that'll be your business. So right. why don't you avoid you that. know the, the embarrassment, the that. heartbreak, and like that's just mm -hmm. something like yeah. I mean, and it even branches out from friendship, like woman to woman, like sisterhood. Like we women are harder on women than men are, and then we'll blame a man in a heartbeat for belittling a woman. We do it to each other. Mm -hmm. If you see somebody getting played. Help her out. Help, yeah. And the people are like, but that's not my business and I don't need her mad at me. It'll say she'll she'll be fine in the long run. Say right. something. Like, if I don't know somebody, but I see some funny shit happening behind her back, hey, I may not know you and I may not know the full story of what's going on, but this is what I see. What you do with that information is up to you, but I'm not about to just sit here and watch you get played. Mm -hmm. Just like you wouldn't watch no young girl get kidnapped right. or trafficked. Exactly. It's the same importance. Somebody's feelings and well-being is on the line at that point. So, I mean... Have they back? Yeah. Like 110% have they back. In this day and age in society, we laugh at people when they are getting belittled or when they're getting played. Like, ha, ha that's what she get. And then when it's our turn, we're going to be on social media crying, talking about help. No, 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 right, no, no, mom. Right. You yeah. didn't want to help her? Like, no. Like, exactly. keep that same energy. Like, be there for someone the way that you would want somebody to be there for you. That's all. That's that, all you're asking for? Yes. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, be there for each other, help yes. each other, uplift each other. Definitely don't have, like if I, if a friend of mine, say even if we're not even that cool anymore, went through like some public embarrassment shit, mm -hmm. it's personal. Like it I'm, is. I'm like, what are, you, what are we doing? Yeah. What's happening? Like, do you need to stay at my house? Do you mm -hmm. need to just talk? Do you need to... For someone to listen to you, mm -hmm. or do we need to kill him? Like, what are we doing? Shovels tell, or what? Tell me, <laughs> just tell me what we're doing. You, you tell me, and I'm ready to make it happen. I mean, and most times, I have heard people be like, "But I don't know what to do. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, you want me to just and like people don't know how to be there for people. And mm -hmm. I have definitely had people tell me like, "But I don't know how to be there for them." When someone comes to you or they're going through something, if they're, it could be. You've heard this story on repeat. Instead of getting frustrated about it, ask them, do you want me to listen or do you want me to respond? 
Right. You're giving them that platform for them to tell you. Because sometimes people don't want you to have the answer for them. They just want you to be a listening ear. So sometimes when people call me, my sister will call me and I'd be like, I see the phone ring and I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. And immediately she starts and I say, pause. And she'll stop. And I'll say, at the end of this, do you want me to just have listen or would you like me to give you some feedback or say something? Mm -hmm. And some days she's like, you better have something to say. And the other days she's like, no, I just want you to listen. Like, I just want to vent. Yeah. And I sit there and I allow her to vent. And then at the end, she'll go, I'm done. And I'm like, okay, I listened. And that's it. And that's all you can do. And that is it. But I gave her the, the option. And that sometimes that's how you be there for people. Ask them how you could be there for them. Mm -hmm. Don't try to be there for them in your way. Because how you may want someone to be there for you is not the same. Like, you may want somebody ready to shoot up the house. Right. <laughs> Not everybody's packing pistols. Right. So, I mean, it, ask. If you don't know how to be there for someone, ask them. Because they may be able to tell you. And if they're like, I don't know, I just need you to be here. They just told you. They just need you to be here. Right. That means go sit with them and be present in the physical sense. And if you can't be there in the physical sense, just sit on the phone with them. Right. Just listen. Just, just listen. listen. Like, I mean, I have... Friendship is great, and I've had many friends where they just will be like, can you just sit on the phone while I try to go to sleep because I feel so alone right now. Mm -hmm. And I will legit sit on the phone and be knocked the hell right, out. But, yeah. but they they just needed that. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it's different ways to be there for people. So it don't matter how many times you've heard it or how many times y'all have been through this. Every situation isn't the same, and just be there the best way for that person. It's not about you in that moment. Mm -hmm. And most times people make other people's hurt and pain about them. Yeah, I hate that. And like, you're saying to someone and they're like, oh, that, that happened to me. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I went through this. I'm like, yeah. I mean, and I have struggled with that. And I've had conversations with people about that. It's like, when they say I've gone through that or they try to, like, include themselves, half of the people that I talked to were like, it's selfish when they do that. The other half is like, I'm just trying to let you know the familiarity mm -hmm. that I've experienced this. So that's a mixed, we'll have to do a poll yeah, on that. Like sure. some people don't know if me, if them saying, oh, I've been through that is them trying to make it about them. Or if it's no, no, I'm just trying to show you that I've been I'm through that before. Like I'm trying to relate with you. Yeah. And so it's a split of, you know, it just depends on how the person takes it in the case morning. Case by case too. Yeah. I mean, because at every point we all done been through it. But then again, if it's like you've been through, it, but you don't say anything now, this person may feel like, damn, maybe I am the only one that went through it. So it's like, right. do I say I went through this or not? Let me just shut up. Right. Exactly. It's hard to gauge. Like when it is. Very, very hard to gauge, and uh, it, it, it is. And so, um, I'm gonna take this time just steal from Taylor um, and share with you guys. Like I told you, I will talk to you guys about my breakup. Um, it was a, it was a while ago, a while ago. Like it was like years. It was just not even been two years yet. Um, but and so this topic really like hit home for me because it was just like I had to rebuild after the breakup. Um, and you know how Taylor was saying, you know, friendship and having, you know, relationships with people. I was in a state all by myself. Mm -hmm. Like I had no friends. I had no family. And from the time that I moved to, um, the state that I live in, um, he was all I knew. We would talk all day, every day. I would go visit him. He would come visit me. And then when we broke up, I was the 
girl, like, what the hell do I do now? I had nowhere to go. Like, I mean, obviously I have my own house, you know, live in my own space, but it was just like, I don't have any, I can't go to a friend's house. Like, I can't go outside and just go somewhere because I did not know anything. I legit made my world all about this relationship. I lived in a state that I still GPSed in everywhere I went because, hey, if it wasn't to go see him or to go to work or to the store, I didn't know anything. It was all him in that relationship. And I will never forget the day that, um, he broke up with me. And I always make it very clear that he ended it. So if anybody I'm like, she, nope, him. <laughs> um, but I had a dream that he was going to break up with me. And I called my sister and I was like, he's going to break up with me today. She was like, you think so? And I was like, yeah, I had a dream about it. And so my dreams are always like spot on. It's creepy. Okay. Um, and I was like, yeah, he's going to, I was like, it's going to happen. And she's like, are you? Are you okay? And I was like, I mean, it hasn't happened yet. So right now I'm just nervous as hell. And <clears throat> I talked to her for a little bit, hung up. He called a little while later and he called like, uh, he texted me, was like something. And even in the text message, he's like, yeah, and I'm going to call you later. Like even the text message gave him away. Like, oh. and he called and he called like nothing was going on. He's just like, yeah, hey, like trying to be all chipper and cool. And I'm like, yeah, like, are you calling to, like, break up with me? And he's like, no, I wouldn't have called you. I would have just texted you and broke up with you. And I was like, excuse me? And he starts laughing. And I'm like, okay. And then he got he gets serious. And he's like, nah, but for real, yeah, I'm calling to break up with you. And I was like, say you're playing. He's like, no, I'm for real. I'm calling to break up with you. And I was like, no. And I legit went through bargaining, grief, and denial all at once. Right. I was like, "No, this isn't happening." And we're on the phone. I'm like, "This isn't happening. You're not. You're not breaking up with me. No, no." He's like, "Yeah, I am." And I was like, "But why? Like, can we fix it? Like, there's something we can fix. We can figure it out. Like, please come on." And he's like, "There's nothing to fix." And I was like, so why are you breaking up with me? And he's like, oh, we're just too toxic for each other. And I was like, but no, like how? Like we could fix this. And he's like, no, nah, that's not even the reason, no. And I'm like, but he's like, you know? And I'm like, but what is it? Like, is it me? Like, did I do something? Can I fix it? Women, hey, do not. The moment he say he's done, you, yeah. you can't fix or do anything. And you um, don't have to. No. And I was like, but I could think, I could change. Oh man. And even thinking about it, I'm like, what the hell, Aubrey? Why were you begging this person? And he was like, no, it has nothing to do with you as a person or you as a partner. Like you're great at both. And he was like, it's me. Like, I just don't see myself genuinely given this relationship or you the effort that it needs for us to be together. And I was like, what just happened? Yeah. And I could like hear my heart shatter. Like, you know they say silence is the loudest thing in the room when you're all alone? That shit is true. I could hear nothing but like, mm, silent. And I was like, no. And I was bawling. And then I cried more. And then I stopped. And I was like, but let's try to fix it. Like, please. He's like, no. Like, it can't be fixed. And he stayed on the phone with me this entire time, while mind you. you while I was crying. Ugh, and he never hung up. And at one point while I was crying my fucking eyes out, you could hear him exhale. He was like, <sighs> and I don't know if it was like, damn, she's really hurt or fuck, I do not want to hear this shit. But at no point did he hang up. 
And I fell back on the bed and I continued to cry. And then something hit me. And then I stopped crying and I sat up and I said, okay, you're right. It's for the best. And he said, huh? I said, you're right. And like, it's for the best. Mm -hmm. And he sat there and I said, okay, I have to go now. He said, you have to go? I said, I do. And I hung up. And I didn't hear from him or say anything to him until I went back like a month later to go get my things from his place. Um, and then even then, after that, still we didn't talk. And then like a year to date later, retrograde spun us around and you know brought us back into each other's world. And I was like, ooh, yes, no, Jesus, I'm so glad I have evolved because this is not who I wanted to be around or be with. Like a year later, this is who you still are. Like now I really know that it was you mm -hmm. and you really could not. So, and I, when people ask like, well, why did your last relationship end? I tell them, we talked about it and he told me that he couldn't give you know me and the relationship what it needed and he felt it best to just end things instead of, you know, continue to be in a shitty place. And people were like, oh, that was really, you know, amicable of him and really respectful. And I'm like, I respect him because he could have been cheating and dogging me out. However, um, it, it happened and it's over and I'm glad that it's over. I mean, and like I always say, like to the ex that I do not hate or despise, like I don't hate him mm -hmm. because he definitely did something that I was never going to do that I always knew. I knew I needed to. I knew I needed to walk away from him. He also helped you out. He did, girl, because after we broke up, I flourished. I focused on myself. I legit became a great author. I released books mm -hmm. and projects, and I found my self-worth and my self-confidence, and I focused on the things that I knew I needed to focus on. And so I did this thing. It was called 30 to 100 Days. So, like journal every day for the first 30 days about how you feel mm. like you're angry you're sad however you feel in those 30 days journal every day for 30 days because you know they say it takes 30 days to break a habit mm -hmm. so if you solely focus on journaling and just being so focused in what you're feeling but only keeping it within your journaling and not spewing it to other people or social media you're breaking the habit of being with this person and what you guys as norm used to be mm -hmm. um and then after those 30 days pick up a new hobby and try that for the next until the hundredth day. Mm -hmm. So the hundredth day from your breakup and see how you feel on day 100. And when I tell you guys on day 100, it ironically just so happened to be the same weekend that I released my second book. Okay. I was in another state having the time of my life, like not even thinking about him. I was like legit living and I felt like my purpose, like, and not, and this isn't to be like, oh, people are sad and crying. This isn't what I did. Hell no. I would cry my eyes yeah. out, but <clears throat> I knew that I needed to find me. I knew that I needed to rebuild everything, like rebuild my thought process on what I thought this relationship should have been. And I needed to rebuild what I thought I should have been doing and where I should be. I had to rebuild everything i had to build friendships because like i said i moved you know here no friends no family what the hell i'm gonna stay all by myself yeah. and i had to build all of that to you know find myself in i did a lot of shadow work to figure out what was it in me that attracted him to begin with what i ignored what i allowed what continued what i should have put a stop to and then i had to ask myself 
when do you think you should have left? Because most times we're like, I, I was never gonna leave, I was gonna ride for you for forever. And that's where we ride or dying and you always the one dying. Right. And I had to ask myself, when, were you, when should you have walked away? And when I wrote that list of all the times that I knew like, damn, I should have left then, I should have left then, I should have left then. And after going through where I needed to work on myself, I realized I don't hate him because I needed to evolve myself so much that there were things that I was lacking on and him leaving helped me to realize what I needed to fix. And so that is what rebuilding is about. It's never about the other person or I'm going to rebuild so I could look better so he could come back. Whoa. Yeah. We're not doing that. Or so that she could come back. Um, rebuilding is about you, like you becoming a better person and becoming greater than you were before you allowed this person to take so much from you because whether you believe it or not people are like that it was just a breakup i'm good breakups take a lot out of you they do oh especially uh, if the relationship needed to end because that that i'm sure the relationship alone took a lot of you then the breakup mm -hmm. give yourself time but like yeah yes. i love that when you were saying like use it as time for yourself mm -hmm. and like to to grow to flourish yes. like yes i mean that time for me was needed mm -hmm. and then like how we talked about on the last episode of like encountering people when you're not ready yeah like right out of a breakup or in the midst of dysfunction i even did that like all of these that we talked about mm -hmm. like all of these roadblocks and signs and things oh man i was like oh i'll do all of this and it wrong Mm -hmm. wrong I mean the I think the only thing that I had to like stay with we didn't like have like mutual friends um like definitely they have friends that were like oh like I like her so they still like come in and make things but it was just like I'm not gonna allow these people to get close to me because I already that's stupid they're his friends they're not my friends exactly. um but having to not do those things like cries for attention and posting things because even still till this day they still watch your stuff like right. the ones who Regardless. don't block you yeah they still watch your stuff but just because they're watching doesn't mean you have to give them something to pay attention to so keep that in mind but that was definitely you know my experience and why this episode sat my tail down and i was like i battled with like do i actually share this story do yeah. i talk about this i mean because you know taylor and i could talk about this offline but then i'm like the podcast is to be raw relevant you never know yeah. who could benefit from something like this and danny girl Boo. i will walk and talk you through how to rebuild after a a relationship and be a narcissist i am the queen of rebuilding after a narcissist because we don't know we're encountering a narcissist until we've encountered the narcissist yeah exactly until afterwards until way after and i know she's in a very raw spot because she's trying to be a mom and I feel like there's no way to go from here but up, yes. you know, because it's like, unless you keep dealing with him, which, you know, could happen and which you will not be judged. I don't judge anyone who goes back to uh, not the best person because mm -hmm. there, we know plenty of reasons why people stay. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I feel like understanding that things are over and work, focusing on you and making yourself the best self that you can be mm -hmm. is like what I stress to her and anyone else in her position. Yes. Indeed. For real. And 
just because he made you feel less than is not it, that's not valid mm-hmm. you're you may be less than in his eyes but in your true nature and persona and reality girl you are more than that which is why he's trying to belittle you he knows that you obtain such a power within yourself to be a great person and to be an amazing mother that he's trying to belittle you so that you can depend on him he sees the strength and power in you he's trying to take it from you so do not allow that to continue um, and this isn't just for any Danny Lee. We're all, every, there is a Danny Lee within all of us. Thank you. Um, and so to, you know, the people listening, I mean, use her experience and, you know, even experience that you've had to tap into where you may need to rebuild in your life, wherever you are right now. It could be out of a breakup. It could be in a breakup that's not the best for you. It could be a friendship. There is a place within all of us that we need to rebuild to be better. And so figure out where that place is for you and take the steps to rebuild. Um, like, you know, we've talked about it. You'll get out. You'll make it through. All will be well. All will be well. And we believe in all of you. <laughs> we, we definitely believe in all of you. Yes, we do. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Before you go, please make sure you share this podcast with someone and give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're tuning in from, be it Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram at underscore SNM Talk Show. We'd love to hear your feedback, stories, or even ideas for future shows. Have a good day. From Taylor and Aubrey Monet of the Sex and Mindset Talk Show.